Did you know that the World Health Organization has declared air pollution as the biggest environmental health risk on the planet? It's pretty shocking to think about, but they've attributed a staggering 7 million deaths worldwide to air pollution. Now that's a huge number. And here's something even more disheartening. Recent studies have revealed that India ranks the highest in number of deaths caused by chronic respiratory diseases. And when we talk about the worst cities in terms of air pollution, India unfortunately takes the lead again. Can you believe that out of the 20 cities worldwide with the most polluted air, a whopping 13 of them are in India, with Delhi being the worst ranked city? But what are the governments and businesses doing about this problem? And where are we as a country headed in our fight for clean air? It's not just about pointing the problems. We need concrete solutions. Well, if these are some of the questions keeping you up at night, you're in luck because we, the team at Kapoxid, are geared to take you up on a month-long deep dive into all things air pollution. Stay tuned to learn more. Welcome back to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Earth, a podcast dedicated to exploring the latest advancements in sustainability and how we can work together to create a more resilient future. I'm Namrata and I'm Prabhup, your new podcast host. As a passionate advocate for thought-provoking conversations, I'm really excited to join Radhika, Namrata and Madhura on this exciting journey. And we're thrilled to announce season 2 of our podcast where we will spend 1 month each exploring sustainability themes in detail. Our first theme for this season is called Beyond the Haze, a four-part series on air pollution where over the course of the next month we will bring in opinions of experts working in the field of air pollution across various stages and skills. Solving a problem as large as air pollution is not just the responsibility of one party but a collective efforts. So brace yourself for an exciting set of conversations this month with people working at the stage of monitoring the quality of air, startups working towards combating air pollution, new technological innovations in the space and much more. In today's episode, we wanted to lay down some basics of this invisible killer. What is air pollution? What particles constitute pollutants? Where do these pollutants emerge from and what is the way forward? So let's jump right in. What exactly is air pollution? Simply put, it refers to the presence of harmful substances in the air we breathe, which can have detrimental effects on both humans and the ecosystem. The WHO defines it as the contamination of the indoor or outdoor environment by any chemical, physical, or biological agent that modifies the natural characteristics of the atmosphere. These chemical, physical, or biological agents are what one would call pollutants. There are several such pollutants in the air. the most harmful ones being particulate matter carbon monoxide carbon dioxide ozone nitrogen dioxide and sulfur dioxide these pollutants enter the air through many sources but may persist for a very long time one of the major contributors is the burning of fossil fuels burning coal oil and natural gas for electricity and transportation releases pollutants like carbon dioxide sulfur dioxide and nitrogen dioxide into the atmosphere These not only contribute to global warming but also contribute to the formation of smog and persist in the air for a very long time. Another significant source of air pollution is industrial emissions. Industrial processes such as manufacturing, construction and chemical production releases a variety of pollutants including volatile organic compounds, heavy metals and particulate matter. But it's not just the industrial sector that contributes to air pollution. Our daily activities play a huge role as well. 
the exhaust from vehicles, both gasoline and diesel-powered, releases pollutants like carbon monoxide, nitrogen oxide, and particulate matter into the air. The increased number of vehicles on the road has resulted in higher levels of pollution in urban areas over the years. Agriculture is also a significant contributor to air pollution. The use of certain fertilizers and pesticides can release harmful chemicals into the air. Additionally, agricultural practices such as burning crop residues and livestock emissions, particularly from cows, contribute to air pollution. Every year during the winter months, we hear of the infamous Delhi smog, a huge contributor for which is the agricultural stubble burning practices in Punjab and Haryana. It's important to note that air pollution doesn't just affect the outdoor environment. Indoor air pollution is also a huge concern. Common sources for this include cooking and heating with biomass fuels, smoking, and using certain household products and chemicals. Poor ventilation can exacerbate this problem, leading to a buildup of pollutants indoors. Have you heard of the sick building syndrome? It is a condition that is thought to be caused by being in a building or an enclosed space, usually attributed to air pollution. Symptoms of this condition are throat infection, dizziness, fatigue, headaches, nausea, and more. So what are the consequences of air pollution? The impacts are far-reaching and affect both our health and the environment. Prolonged exposure to air pollution has been linked to respiratory diseases like asthma, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, and can also worsen existing conditions and increase the risk of heart disease, stroke, and lung cancer. On an environmental level, air pollution contributes to the degradation of ecosystems and harms wildlife. It can lead to acid rain, which damages forests, lakes, and rivers. Pollutants can also settle on soil and water bodies, affecting the health of plants and animals. Of all pollutants discussed, perhaps the most dangerous of them all is particulate matter. These are solid liquid droplets originating from various sources that pollute ambient air. Major constituents of this particulate matter are acids, ammonia, sodium chloride, black carbon, water, and mineral dust. This particulate matter is classified based on the size of coarseness of the particle. Particles less than 100 micrometers are called suspended particulate matter or total suspended matter. Particles less than 10 micrometers are called PM10 and those less than 2.5 micrometers are called PM2.5. It's important to note that the health impact of particulate matter increases as the size of the particle decreases. So, PM2.5, due to having the smallest size, has the worst health impact. This is followed by PM10 and then by suspended particulate matter. Now, just to help put the size of these particles into context, think of a strand of human hair. Its thickness ranges from around 50 to 70 micrometers, or a grain of fine sand on a beach that has a thickness of, of about 90 micrometers. Some of these particulate matter is almost 36 times smaller than a grain of sand, and so completely invisible to the naked eye. Hence, also called the invisible killer. Because these are so small in size, they can easily penetrate deep into our lungs and cause cardiovascular and respiratory diseases as well as long-term diseases like diabetes. Once pollutants enter the air, they get influenced by geographical factors as well. Sunshine, for example, makes some of these particles undergo chemical reactions and produces smog. Wind speed affects the dispersal and the dilution of pollutants. Humidity in the air impacts the settling of pollutants. And air temperature impacts the chemical reactions in the air. Rainfall helps in washing out water-soluble pollutants and particulate matter. 
It is for this same reason that some of you may have observed sprinkling tankers taking rounds in cities like Delhi and Meerut spring water into the air as a measure to suppress any dust or particles in the air. As a result of these many interactions of pollutants with other compounds in the atmosphere, we have two classifications: primary and secondary pollutants. A primary pollutant is an air pollutant emitted directly from a source, as discussed earlier. while a secondary pollutant forms when primary pollutants react in the atmosphere examples of secondary pollutants include photochemical oxidants and secondary particulate matter all of this seems pretty straightforward right if we know exactly what the problem is why are we in the state that we are in and why can't we work towards more directed solutions one of the primary reasons air pollution is challenging to mitigate is the complex web of policies and regulations that need to be implemented Air pollution is a global issue and tackling it requires coordination and cooperation on various levels. Different jurisdictions may have varying standards and enforcement mechanisms, making it difficult to create unified efforts. Implementing and enforcing air pollution regulations can be a difficult task. It requires robust monitoring systems, data collection, and analysis to accurately assess pollution levels at their sources. It is important to distinguish that while it is the field of science that identifies and researches on pollutants and its concentration, the standards that a country is expected to comply with is ultimately a policy decision. This makes setting adequate regulations an even harder problem to tackle. For instance, the permissible limits of air pollutant concentration is different in different parts of the world. In September 2021, the United Nations Health Agency tightened the global air quality norms. and lowered the annual concentration of pm 2.5 to 5 microgram from what was previously 10 microgram the standards in india set by national ambient air quality standards are 8 times that at 40 microcubic meter on an annual average and in all of 2022 delhi met these standards for pm 2.5 set by the who for only 3 days of the entire year Many studies are urging for tighter standards in India, more closely aligned with the WHO, which should be the first step in mitigating the pollution. Without stricter compliance, we won't be able to protect vulnerable people from illnesses. The safe limit needs to be revised. Another important aspect is effectively monitoring the concentration of particulate matter in the air. Since these are invisible to the naked eye, accurately measuring pollution is critical to find solutions. And so air pollution is measured in a few ways and by different bodies in the country. One of these is beta attenuation monitor, also known as a reference monitor. These follow the guidelines of the US EPA but have a high capital and maintenance cost. This is the type of monitor used by India's Central Pollution Control Board, the government body that manages all air pollution related regulations and data. While the state measures open access data, the monitoring is hardly enough. There are very few monitoring stations across the country, about 804, which is not enough to predict the pollution levels in all in all parts of the country. Many businesses, NGOs, research institutions, and citizens monitor data locally as well to better understand the level of pollutants they breathe in. For these purposes, a laser scattering sensor is typically used. These are low-cost sensors that use a light scattering mechanism to predict particulate matter values. The widespread and regularly spaced distribution of monitors is essential to derive accurate data and also then to make realistic predictions and trends. Now that we've understood what air pollution is, it's time to move on to some of the solutions. While there is no single solution, 
collective action can make a significant difference and for this we'd like to bring in the experts starting next week we'll call in some of the experts in the field of air pollution and explore potential solutions and inspiring initiatives that are making a positive impact towards clean air looking ahead it's clear that we have a long way to go in the fight against air pollution it is a complex challenge but if we can prioritize long term planning enforce environmental regulations effectively embrace technological advancements involve the public and seek international cooperation we can certainly turn things around i couldn't agree more by joining us in this series we hope you will gain valuable insights into the challenges we're facing the progress being made and the actions needed to make a real impact on air pollution together let's strive for a cleaner air and a healthier future please join us on this learning experience and subscribe to our podcast on your preferred streaming platform so you don't miss out on our upcoming episodes on similar topics and while you're at it do check out our website www.kapoxid.com instagram and twitter handles hope you have a pleasant experience being on board with us as we discuss uncomfortable topics for a comfortable future